There's people who justify why they believe what they believe because number one, they don't want to be held accountable for what we believe is the truth through Jesus and our sins that, you know, need to have an atonement for them. I'm spiritual. You Christians are religious, Mm -hmm. you know, and you think like that because of religion and religion, this and religious that, you know, like that, that's, that's why you're different. Your religion works for you. All right, you guys, back again for the Real Saints podcast, where faith meets the culture. I'm your host, Carl Grande, along with my co-host, rapper extraordinaire, Sean Greenstreet. So today we got being a spiritual person. How many times you heard, man, people are like, I'm spiritual, you're religious. How many times have we heard, you're religious, Carl, I'm spiritual. And then, hey, the universe is going to work it all out. It's the universe. Like the universe is going to come together and it's going to be good. And hey, Christianity, that's good for you. (laughs) But for me, I pray, I meditate, you know, I do my thing. We're going to get into all that. But first, make sure you hit that like and subscribe and head over to Real Saints and pick up your merch like this right here. Hats, hoodies. It's beautiful, man. I'm so excited. But um, yeah, bro, I think... um, the spiritual person just dealing in your day-to-day walk evangelizing as I'm talking to people about, you know, Jesus and what he's done in my life. Or sometimes what happens is I get into conversations with a lot of people. I mean, I'm talking, I've I've had 20,000 phone calls in my career as a financial advisor, more than that, you know, hours and hours of conversation and dialogue and getting to know people and all Mm. these different things. Right. Um, but a lot of people like in my age, um, you know, hate religion, hate like having to do all that kind of stuff, but they're a very spiritual person. Mm -hmm. And one of my colleagues is, um, a very spiritual person as well, you know, meditates and, you know, spends time, um, just in self-reflection and has done a lot of like deep dive into astrology and things like that Yeah, where, you know, he, he, he has, he's in touch with his spiritual side with whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, when I was, when I was spiritual, it was really just about the mystery. You know, I knew that there was something else going on, but like that, we weren't just evolved, you yeah. know, from nothing it, like it doesn't make any sense but was you know? it a higher power that you exactly so i i it was exactly a higher power like i knew there was a higher power yeah um i just didn't know what it was but i really was into like the movie the secret and manifesting did you really see you that know? movie yeah i never I saw, saw that everybody kept telling me to watch it well it's because how dude, was that movie it's interesting because okay. what you're trying to do is you're, you're, you're trying to get into this untapped ability yeah. to manifest things in your life okay. by thinking, you know, positively, you know, about something. So, so, so you're saying your thoughts are going to determine what manifests in your personal life, and correct? And the universe okay. being what it is, is going to manifest that into your life. Yeah. So like whatever I believe or whatever I desire or whatever I thought needed to happen, Mm -hmm. I would just think about the vision that I had about it. Like I would visualize 
what it is that I wanted. And then the universe would bring it to me. Did you actually put it into practice? Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel like it worked at all? Um, yeah, I felt like it worked, but later I come to find out who it really is, (laughs) you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I had this vision, you know, I wanted to be, you know, young and rich and man, don't try that. It's, it's hard. (laughs) It just, it's, it's fleeting. Don't even do it. The universe did give me, you know, like opportunities, Mm -hmm. For sin, right? If we're being, if we're being honest about what yeah. it was, but it was, it was, it would bring that to me. Like I, I, I was deep in that. Yeah. Um, you know, but I was also about mantras. Like you're looking at a dude who is yet to have a tattoo. I have no Jesus piece, but I have Buddha. I have philosophers mm. and I also have astrology tattoos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because. I was like, oh, you, you, you just make up your own and morality is subjective. It's mm-hmm. not objective. Yeah. Right. So you just kind of go on your own and I'm still unwinding that mm. after coming to Christ. But my colleague, I don't know where he is exactly yeah. in what I just described, but I, I feel like I know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he's a spiritual person. I had yeah. another homie who, who, uh, he asked me, have you ever meditated? You know, and cause we were talking about spirituality and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I said, no, I mean, I, I think I said yes, but like I said it not really knowing like mm-hmm. in ignorance, I said it, but honestly I have not, or maybe I have tried, but I think it has a lot to do with breathing yeah. and clearing your mind. Um, there's probably other people that could correct me more on like what it is, but mm-hmm. I never was I never, I never tried that. Did you ever meditate or no? Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything inherently wrong with meditating per se. Like, like how I deem meditation to be, you just shutting out all your thoughts. You're, you're laying down, everything's calm and you're just taking in, you know, your surroundings and you're just trying to experience that peace and tranquility you know, just basically block out the noise of the world. So I don't know if there's anything inherently wrong or demonic about that. It's when you get into the chanting and you get into all these different things that can open up, you know, the spirit realm to, you know, demonic attacks, you know, like, because when you, when you, when you're obviously, if if you're not praying to, you know, obviously who we believe is God, Jesus, then you're praying to something else. What is it that you're actually praying to? You know, you're wanting to experience this peace. Maybe you're overwhelmed. You're stressed out in life. You know, you're dealing with a lot of, you know, different situations where you just feel like you have no break from the the busyness of life and and just your your work schedule. Everything's so hectic, and you feel overwhelmed. You're full of anxiety, and that's why I think meditation is attractive to a lot of people. You know, in the world because they feel like it helps them calm down. Not only that, it's, it becomes a routine. So they automatically mm. go to that. Whereas we go to Jesus to be, you know, having that experience of, of the peace that he, that he promises us, they go to meditation. Well, you know? the other thing is that Jesus says that the peace that he gives him is not of what the world gives. Yeah. So like, if there is peace that's given, you know, we know that it's going to be different yeah. when you're walking with the Lord. It's true. Um, also like meditation 
in scripture is the opposite of clearing your mind. Mm -hmm. It's to dwell on God's word. So like to meditate on his word and Psalm one says, how happy is the man? Um, and then later who meditates on his word, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and that, that person is going to be like a stream or like a tree next to a stream that's going to produce fruit, you know, and, and, um, a great Psalm. So, um, but one of the other things, like going back to my buddy, um, who's a spiritual person, it's hard for me to say, okay, I respect what you have going on. Yeah. You know, like I used to be there and I, I don't want to, I don't want to judge what he's doing and I don't want to, um, knock down anything that he's trying to do to be a good person in the world, you know? Um, but we're talking about life and death Mm -hmm. and I always have to come to the point where like, where are you saved? Yeah. Like, where are you saved in being a spiritual person Mm -hmm. and letting that universe, which in, in reality, which is Mm -hmm. hard to say, is God producing these things Mm -hmm. in your life? So if God is producing the things in your life, you're not attributing it to him. You're attributing it to the universe. Mm -hmm. That's already an issue there. The other thing is that what are you being saved from? Yeah. Like, how does your spirituality save you? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you get saved because you continue trying to be a good person based mm-hmm. off the, you're the only thing that you, you're the only deciding factor? Well, see, they don't believe like that there's another life coming. They only believe in the here and now. So that's why they're able to justify, you know, why they believe what they believe. Cause a they lot of people think that there's going to you know be something I mean? else, bro. They think there's no, something there, else that they're, they're going to go back to, you know, the yeah, reincarnation and things like that. I but I'm just saying like, there's people who justify why they believe what they believe because number one, they don't want to be held accountable for what we believe is the truth through Jesus and our sins that, you know, need to have an atonement for them. They just want to live the here and now live my best life now and don't worry about all that stuff. So they don't want to be bothered by anything that they deem to be negative. They just want to be having positive affirmations. You know, I'm not bothering nobody. So why do I have to worry about, you know, this, this or that? I'm just doing me, you know, and that's what Satan did, you know, from the beginning. He wanted to set his throne above God because he was like, he probably was so puffed up and like, I'm the most handsome, you know, angel ever created, whatever his mindset was at that time. But once he rebelled against a holy God, said, I'm putting my, not only that, I'm going to put my throne above yours. I'm going to be God. That's how we all think. We all think we know better. And that's where we get into the whole situation where we, we get trapped into this whole mentality of like that, like you said, the unholy Trinity, me, myself, and I. Yeah. And we're only care to, we only care about ourselves and what we got going on. But the spiritual person who's not a believer, they're still living for other people. They're still, that's true. They're still trying to make other people's lives better. Yeah. Um, they're just rejecting Jesus Christ. Yeah. So the fact that they're rejecting Jesus and sticking with their spirituality, it's hard. It's hard because if you don't believe mm-hmm. that there's a judgment coming yeah. and that your spirituality can't save you, what what else are we to do? Yeah. 
I can't, I can't try to help somebody who is, is not thinking that they need help. Yeah. You know, and that's a really tough situation for me personally, because I work with people and I love them and I don't want them to have to spend eternity away from their God and their creator. I want them to get to know their creator and their God. Mm -hmm. And um, the reality is, is that if they don't acknowledge him for who he is, then how, how are they ever going to experience his love now and in heaven? Yeah. It's saddening, bro. It, it's, um, it's heartbreaking for real. It, it definitely is. And I know people are just going to, you know, hate on this because like it's, it has to do with me telling you that you're wrong and I'm right. Yeah. I'm not trying to be right. You know, I'm just trying to get it right. Like, like you are, like that person is. I'm just trying to be exactly like you. Yeah. I just happen to believe what God says. This, this, this is what I would say. This is as real as it gets. So being a spiritual person, in theory, it sounds good. A lot of people say that they're spiritual people and, you know, they, they, they help out and bless people in their own way and stuff like that. But I look at the world and how dark everything is right now. We got wars going on simultaneously all over the world. I'm imagining like, what if we actually all collectively just said, you know what? Let's do it God's way. Imagine one day on planet Earth where everybody woke up and said, Jesus, I want to do what you want me to do. Everything would cease that's going on right now. There'd be nobody fighting, right? We would honor each other. We would respect each other. And we would love each other, which is the number one thing God wants. He said to love each other. Not only that, I said, love your enemies. So imagine a world where we had no enemies, where we all are not only his creation, but we said, you know what? I'm tired of doing things, you know, the way everybody else thinks I should be living my life. And I'm tired of seeing all this stuff in the world where we're, People are being brutally attacked, murdered, all kinds of unbelievable things that nobody deserves to experience. Imagine us saying, you know what? Enough is enough. Let's do what Jesus said. One day, bro, that's 24 hours. Imagine what would happen in that moment. Bro, I can't imagine. Just imagine that. I don't want to imagine that. I want reality. That's not possible in this life. What you just described ain't possible in this life. It's never going to happen like that. So it's almost like, like for us to try to, to imagine something that isn't going to be is, is fruitless in my opinion. And maybe I'm just more negative, you know, You're doom and gloom than the visionary <laughs> that you might be, yeah. you know, in that respect. Uh, but is it really, is it really, Every, everybody's going to repent and follow Jesus. No, that's not the case, bro. Yeah. That is just not the case. Um, but I think the culture has done a, a disservice to humans and people in affirming different thoughts mm-hmm. and beliefs that they have. Yeah. Like 
scripture is explicit, you know, put every, put every hindrance and sin, right? Not just stop sinning, put away every hindrance or ways of thinking or systems of thought that you may have. Mm -hmm. You need to put those away because those are distracting you from something else. Yeah. I think like the spiritual person also, I mean, they think that we're religious, right? So like one of the points is I'm spiritual, you Christians are religious, Mm -hmm. you know, and you think like that because of religion and religion, this and religious that, you know, like that, that's, that's why you're different. Your religion works for you, but I'm over here saying, no, bro, it works for you. (laughs) It works for you and you and you and you and you, Mm -hmm. it works for all of us because like you and I are same flesh and bone, homie. We're made in the image of God. Yeah. Every human is made in the image of God. So mm-hmm. you're telling me that that religion is is working for me as some sort of crutch, um, you know, for me to be try to be a good person when you can regulate another way. Like you're able to regulate by self-reflection, by therapy. Mm-hmm. Come on. I want you guys to be honest. How much money you spend on therapy and how much did it work? Most of the time people spend enough money. They get, I spent thousands, bro. And have never had the actual answers that I wanted, mm. right? Because the answers are not found in therapy. Therapy helps me deal with the, the answers that are un, unanswerable. But if you don't ask those questions, like, like, is my grandma really separated from God? Mm. You know, she didn't confess Christ. That was my Nana. You know, it was my grandfather who was kind of out of it when I preached Christ to him on his deathbed. Is he in heaven? Is Or is he separated from God in hell? Mm. Why? Because of his sin. Right? So like the spiritual person, maybe they don't see, or maybe I'm, I don't know, but maybe they don't see what, their sin is, or if there's judgment for sin. Yeah. But I think when we're talking about God of the Bible, we're talking about holiness and that judgment, you know, like I need those answers. Yeah. Like I didn't come to repentance because I thought God was a good idea. You know, I came to repentance because I was confronted with holiness Mm -hmm. and that I would not be able to stand before that in my current condition and that I needed to do something just to find out that it was Christ who did it for me, Mm -hmm. that there was really nothing that I could do to change my condition, but that Christ in me is what changes that glory to God, baby. Yeah. But yeah, this is a tough situation, man. I mean, I'm trying to be as humble as I possibly can in saying, Hey, you got it wrong. Yeah. How do I do that? How do I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's, it's too hard. It's so difficult, especially now, extremely difficult, but we got to trust that God's going to open their minds and their hearts. All the people we know, we work with people that are in our immediate family, friends. I mean, I got family friends that are they don't, they think I'm nuts, bro. You know, like 
And, uh, and I know there's people that I work with, I've shared my faith with, but I can't go too far into it because, you know, I can't offend people while I'm at work because then it's like, I'm going to shut that door instead of being patient and let God do the workings behind the scene. And then that person sees how God's going to work through me. And you never know that that person's going to be like, dude, I want to know more. Just like that guy at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. I want to know about your God, bro. That's one of the best experiences you could ever imagine having. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do. And I think that's just, um, that's every Christian's dream is to be able to share the hope that they have. Yeah. By the life that we live, you know, because a lot of times the person's not religious, but spiritual, Mm -hmm. they're not going to read the Bible, but they will watch how you live your life. And so for the Christian, the witness is so important, you know, like people, people witnessing Jesus in you and you living out your faith in obedience to God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, has way more power than we think, you know? Yeah. Um, because you can't argue with a changed life, you yeah. know? So if you want to know whose life's being changed right now, as we speak, this is no joke. There's a company I delivered to at my job. This guy's the ballet guy. Mm-hmm. His name's Caesar. He's so funny. He's cool. This guy, he knows I'm doing the music. And I, and I pull up and I, and I want to entertain him because he's such a cool guy. Like he's just mm-hmm. in this parking lot all day, but he's hearing this music that I know is having an impact on his life because he hears the lyrics, but he loves the music from the simple fact that he, lo- he is obviously a, a guy who loves music, enjoys music on his own time. So you're saying his life is being, but it's changed. ministering to him and my conversation with him. It's drawing him into, you know, my, my whole walk with the Lord. And I know it's going to impact him. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's a good story to, to share, like how people are being changed. Absolutely. But why do you think, why do you think new age, you know, or, or the spiritual person, but not religious is so adamant about their own beliefs? When I ask my colleague, why he wouldn't um, trust in Jesus, his answer was related to the truth not being in, it's not going to be one of the major religions. Like it, religion is not going to be the answer, Yeah, um, you know, to this particular person, but that's so many other people mm-hmm. feel the same way. Like it's the opiate of the masses you know, is, is the saying, I don't I think Karl Marx said that. I don't know if that's true or not, but, um, that particular sentiment about the church, you know, that's, that's the, that's the problem. So I think just in closing, I think the main thing when it comes to this situation is we cannot lose faith about how we're supposed to deal with people in our lives who are spiritual, but not religious. I think we need to continue to pray. We should fast for those people also Mm -hmm. that they would come into a relationship with Jesus and that, and that we would live out our faith in deed and in truth um, in the midst of those people and show them love like they've never had before. I agree. Because if we could show them love like they've never had before, 
then they would be more open to receiving because nobody argues with the love that Jesus had. Mm-hmm. Everybody is, is on board with Jesus. Of course. Right. But it's, it's everything else that there's no grace and no tolerance for mm-hmm. everything that goes with the Christian walk that there's no tolerance for, but Jesus and his ideologies, if you want to call them that, we call it truth. Yeah. It's attractive. Jesus is attractive. Absolutely. What he represents is attractive. He's actually representing exactly what you feel spiritual person, because those people back in the day had a stranglehold on the people in religion, Mm -hmm. in, in things that they had to do. And Jesus brought the spirit into it. He brought the spirituality to mankind to fellowship with God. Yeah. So I think that is a thing that we could hope for. And those are the actions that us believers can take in, in ministering to that. But yeah, man, that's all we have for you today on uh, being a spiritual person. Good, good episode, man. I like this episode. Me too. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe and we'll hit you guys next week for more. Okay.